Welcome back to Horror Play. That was loud as shit. Welcome back. Yeah. Because uh, I'm assuming people are binge listening to these uh, oh, episodes. Oh, good point. Yeah. Sure. Did you think someone's actually like tuning in like every two weeks to like, oh, I can't wait. No. Well, they probably are. Yeah. <laughs> if, if they're not, then we don't need them. Right. Welcome back to Horror Play. <laughs> I'm your host, John Laswa. Joining me today, as always, are my scholarly co-host haven't you used that one before no i haven't i i don't I remember that one okay. no it's brand new it's brand new okay good adam jetmore hi robert lamb what's up and tyler schools hello adam <laughs> <laughs> that's me okay i wasn't really sure who's gonna introduce the game this week so i was like adam <laughs> i still don't think we're quite sure but we're not uh, what I'll game I'll are we this. talking about this week we are talking about year walk <gasps> dun 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 that, that sounds that's that like big game that's, that came out that everyone knows about. Yeah. And wait, why isn't Robert the one who almost went on a year walk introducing year walk? Because it's not crazy. it's not the same huh? thing. Yeah. I didn't walk through snow and well, you find didn't little walk dead snow. babies. You don't know. I did for a little Whoa, bit. Whoa, spoiler. <laughs> what? Oh well. I was really hoping you found little dead babies and Yeah, spoiler on my walk. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> find little dead babies. <laughs> and solved some crimes along the way. Well see, look, uh, he was trying to not talk about them so he didn't have to be questioned by the other. For those who don't know, that's Robert right. actually <laughs> walked across the country last year. So that's what we're Can't wait till we talk about, about this on uh every podcast. Because yeah. I feel like every time we mention the walk, we have to explain what the walk is. See, I was still just under the assumption that if somebody listened to this, that they're just listening to every Shark Trapper podcast. Mm, you would, one assumption. would hope so. <laughs> Get on it, people. Yeah. Listeners. Faithful Go ahead. Listeners. <laughs> <laughs> this is starting out great. Totally. Like every horror play. Can I, can I go back to talking about your walk now? Sure. Jeez. All right. Um, so Year Walk is a 2013 adventure game developed and published by Swedish mobile gamer Smigo? Smogo? Samogo. Samogo? I have no idea. Uh, sure. It looks sim- like Samogo to me. Um, so this game is kind of a, would you say it's first person? Does it count as it's first like person? If first, you person first person 2D person. game. It's how I would classify yeah. it. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of weird because you you move side to side yeah. more than you do like forward. Yeah, like, like you move forward to another area, but then you're still moving side to side in that. But area. it's definitely first person. But it's first person. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a side scroller. Yeah, the game was originally released but you're for. To the side. Right. <laughs> oh, it's hard to classify this bad boy. <laughs> it really is. Um, I mean, there's not even anything here. I guess the game it begins with you as the protagonist. Daniel Svensson. Svensson, yeah. Um, Svensson. Svensson. Okay. Yeah. Come on, get your Swedish. It's like a Swedish. Uh, That's man. the guy from uh, Dragon Tattoo. Wasn't there a Svensson in there? Uh, Probably. Okay. Wasn't this game it based on the Dragon Tattoo? tattoo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the tattoo. <laughs> that was the name of the tattoo. A lot of people don't know that. Read okay. your books, people. <laughs> Go ahead. 
But um, yes, so you, you, you play as Daniel Svensson uh, visiting his lover, Stina, who hints that she has been proposed to. Um, and the player warns about the dangers, or she warns the players about the dangers of a year walk. And I guess what a year walk is, is a uh, ancient Swedish tradition, I yeah. think it was. Pronounce um, that word. <laughs> Arsgang. Spell it, spell it. A-R-S-G-A-N-G, but the A's have like that little thing above them. The umlauts? No. Sure. No, it's not an umlaut. It's, it's not a, an umlaut. It's like a, what is uh, it, a degree symbol? Oh, okay. Yeah. We're very cultured for mm-hmm. a horror place. Yeah, we know a lot about our Swedish history, <laughs> which uh, I've always said that that's kind of lacking on this uh, podcast. Hey, this isn't Swedish horror play. <laughs> <laughs> that's simple. <laughs> Swedish Swedish history play. That's true. All right. Although we'll start that next week. Yeah. Huh. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Well, yeah. I at least we have this documented that I get uh, some creative points on that one. No, it was already cool. planned. Yeah. Mm, I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Robert didn't seem Swedish, too sure. <laughs> all of our Swedish friends are going to be on it. Okay, so this game, indie developer, uh, that started out as mobile. Swedish, first person, 2D. Are you just reading bullet yeah, points? Yeah, like, I'm trying to summarize. We I'm trying to a, summarize. A, like, a PowerPoint. Uh, <laughs> I know, people are going to have to skip around so much to, to get the little bits and pieces we've described We're going to have to release a PowerPoint so with this episode so you, people can follow along. So they can understand what this game actually is. You this can, is like the longest intro for like a game. <laughs> and we haven't even ex- is, described it this yet. This game is like two hours long. Yeah. <laughs> so it not take that long to explain it. Yeah. The, this is the meat of the episode. Yeah, whatever. Okay. All right. Well... I mean, have we de- have we described what it is? Uh, I mean, basically, you're you're going on a year walk, right? Yeah, and you're just you're exploring this area. You can only kind of scroll to to left and right, and then there's certain points in the game where you can go forward, and it'll bring you to like a new area. Basically, there's like puzzles you have to solve, things you have to find. It's like a lot of ghosts, kind of storyish kind of stuff. Like you you read about this woman who um, drowned like these kids in a river, and then like one of your things is you have to kind of find these these the ghosts of these children. It's kind of done in an artsy type way. It's not realistic setting. Yeah, it's, the, the game's based off of a lot of Swedish folklore. Right. And, but it's like an artistic setting where it's kind of like, not even like cartoonish, but it's not, it's not realistic. It's like in between. It, I actually, I played it on an iPad. I know you guys played it on PC. Um, and it kind of reminded me of an interactive like storybook. Right. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. It's a point and click adventure, but yeah. you use them keyboard to go left and right if is if this game was originally like uh what ipad came out on ipad first then the kind of the 2d like scrolling kind of makes sense in that regard yeah because i feel like that would make more sense on tablet going left and right you know forward yeah. i'm like yeah but i think like with these indie games now you kind of they explore all different types of kind of gameplay and like this isn't stuff that you would see in a mainstream video game release, but indie games no, can like Call of Duty. Yeah, I can just imagine you scrolling side to side in Call of Duty. I think that would be but amazing. Didn't they, didn't they release a, a Vita game like that that didn't do too well? Really? No. 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 <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> That'd be cool, though. But they did put out a Vita game that did, did terrible. It's probably because right. it came out on the Vita. That's true. Mm-hmm. I, I know, know. the Vita Sorry, Vita. Great system. Can't wait till we play our first horror game on the Vita. Okay. Don't know what it is. I've already played some on there. Silent Hill? Yep, and Resident Evil. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we've all played the game. What are our general impressions of the game? 
gentlemen. I liked it. Um, it was interesting. I I don't feel like I would have liked it as much as I did if I had played it on PC, but I, I like that interactive storybook feel to it, um, the swiping left and right to kind of move, and then the swiping up and down on the screen to move into and out of the foreground, um, being able to interact with stuff by touching it, like the uh, owl puzzle. Right. It's like kind of the first puzzle you come across. Um, there were times where I had to like... I don't know if you guys could do this, but I had to touch like both the owls at the same time. So uh, I don't no. know if they. No, you didn't have to touch them both at the same time. No. What yeah. I kind of like, you, you mentioned like that puzzle. I, I like that this game, the puzzles it had, like they were pretty unique and they weren't hard, but they didn't give you like any, any kind of information. It's just like, here's two owls and you click them and they make noise and you're trying to like, trying to figure out like what you have to do with them. But it wasn't hard where it like was frustrating. Yeah. It's kind of like rewarding when you did solve a puzzle, though. Yeah, most of the stuff, um, like with that puzzle in particular, the doll that you found hanging in that yeah. shed, yeah. that told you how to solve the owl puzzle. Right. Um, but I didn't know. I kept spinning the doll. <laughs> I never uh, yeah. s- uh, spun it far enough, I guess, because it never yeah. started doing its little dance. And I actually had to, I was like, what is going on in this game? I don't understand it. I looked online. But as soon as I figured out that that's what I had to do, then mm. everything else kind of fell into place. And it was an interesting uh, puzzler, I guess. I remember the woman that you like follow, go into this cave and there's like, um, I think it's a cave system. Or no, it's like when you go into the tree, it looks kind of yeah. like a cave system, yeah. but it's got yeah. like trees and rocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just dark and you kind of have to go with the sound. And it uses sound to like direct you where you need to go. And that was kind of a hard puzzle. At first, we didn't know what we were doing. We just kept walking any which way we could. But like eventually, me and John figured out you have to go with the sound of the woman. But there's yeah. like that sound was kind of it was kind of hard to figure out which one was hers. And eventually, yeah, the we pitch figured it out. Uh, varied uh, subtly and greatly. And you know, it was it got pretty difficult in some parts. Yeah, you had to wear headphones during that during yeah. that segment. That first yeah. that puzzle, I like. The first time I was going through it, I got it right like every time until I think I was probably like at the second to last one or the last one. And I was like, am I just getting it right? Is that a confirmation noise or is that just a noise it makes every time? Yeah. So I picked one I knew was wrong and it just warped me all the way back to the beginning. I was like, okay, I guess I was doing this right. Yeah. That's that's kind of how I did it. Uh, I didn't actually know you could hear the woman's voice sync because yeah. I didn't use headphones and I just had the crappy little iPad speaker. Right. So I just got the confirmation tone yeah. that I did it right. And I got it like two or three times in a row and then yeah. I just experimented until I figured the puzzle out. Yeah. Nice. Uh, for me, I think like the biggest takeaway I got from this game is that it's another one of those games that's not afraid to break the fourth wall. I'm kind of a sucker for that. There's a lot of parts of this game where it's like you have to think outside the box. The, you know, one example is when you're trying to find the four ghost babies. Or, or no, the Mylings. They're called Mylings, right? Yeah. Right. One of the Mylings was actually located in the little encyclopedia oh, section. Man. That was ridiculous. Yeah, it was. That was the first one I found. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. you actually read the uh, encyclo- encyclopedia bits. Yeah, I read through. like the first thing I did in the game was I read the encyclopedia. Like I saw the encyclopedia and read all that stuff to get like an idea of kind of what everything was. Yeah, it was. I, had... I thought it was really creative because the game does give you a hint to look in the encyclopedia because. When you're looking for the babies, the encyclopedia icon gets all bloody. 
And as you're reading through the encyclopedia entry for Mylings, it's pretty cool because, like, uh, the words get all jumbled up and it gets all bloody. And then you see, like, the Myling right there. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. But, see, that was different for me um, well, because no, I didn't have an encyclopedia built into the game. It was a, a separate companion app. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there were, like, where... there were, like, two different things you had to download yeah. on mobile. Uh, there were the actual game itself was just very bare bones. It was mm. just the game. Any information uh, talking about any of the the mythology or anything in the game that you had to go into the companion app for, which I didn't do until after I played the game. So I was very confused through a lot of the game. So they originally separated the two experiences. Like you have like the actual year walk, and then you had like all the support information, like the encyclopedia, the map, and all that. That was in the companion app. Yeah. Hmm. And it's pretty interesting. If I remember correctly, um, I actually almost just played this game randomly about a year ago. Um, I just stumbled across it in the app store. And some of the reviews I was reading, I don't believe the companion app was out initially. That was something that actually came later. Really? So that is kind of interesting to me. Yeah. Because that all that information and story that is really comes from that companion app on the mobile side uh, just wasn't there. Well, I could be 100% I, wrong about that. That's pretty significant because I, the quote-unquote second half of the story takes place in the journal section that you unlock, which I'm assuming is in the companion app. Wow. You're talking about I, like the very ending, right? Yeah, yeah the, the second ending. I definitely think right. having like the encyclopedia and everything and reading that first helped me enjoy the game because I wasn't quite as confused. I mean, it. I guess it lets you know kind of what some of the things you're going up against are, but that doesn't, I don't think, make it any less creepy or scary or anything. It just lets you be less confused when you do run into the things. Yeah, right. if I would have... I was saving the companion app until after I played the game. I, I looked at it before I yeah. started... But, like, the first uh, page was the woman in the tree, and it explained yeah. what. And I was like, I don't know what this is yet in relation to the game, so yeah. let me find that out first, and then I'll come back to this. I kind of wish I did read it all first and yeah. then went back and reread it after I played the game. Um, it, I think that does... Because the journal entries are actually kind of the second part of the story, Yeah, really. Right. It adds literally, like, another dimension to the game. Like, ooh, wow. Yeah. Was was that where um, the guy was doing the research and found out that the character was uh, or in the game, he's actually based on a real person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he starts going, well, I guess we can talk about that later. Yeah. First things first, though, what was everyone's scariest moment? Um. Well, this game, I know we played it for horror play, and yeah. it was, did have its scarier moments. It was more creepy, though, than it was like actual terrifying like tr- being scared of like going into each one of these places and discovering the puzzles and stuff it was more like just this creepy atmosphere there were a few jump scares though and i'm gonna say the one that <laughs> that, <laughs> that made me crack up and that was the one where you kind of turn this crank and it's like a puzzle in a windmill and you're kind of spinning the wheel and i remember john was playing this part yep and you got a little scared when something popped out <laughs> So your scariest so your scariest moment was laughing at John. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Listen, it get, I wasn't it, even like I wasn't even like that scared. I was like, all oh, right. okay. he screamed like a little baby for no, at least a half. An I think hour. someone's exaggerating <laughs> a little bit here. All right, but you jumped. 
I mean, I jumped a little bit too, but you were right next to the screen, so you jumped a little bit more. Because that thing, you didn't expect that to happen. No, I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. that I thought that was like the scariest part. Yeah, it's just it was a jump scare. It wasn't that scary. Okay, yeah, so now so. he's trying to, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. That's, yeah. what the <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. <laughs> just kidding. It's a good impression of John. Yeah, it's <laughs> really good. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, I think the first jump scare, which is the, like the woman that you follow into the tree, would have been my scariest moment. But it's probably just because it's the first jump scare. So it kind of catches you off guard. I would agree with that, but I also was scared at that part. Uh, not, not, ah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, when that thing flew out of the windmill, too, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I wasn't actually overly scared in any part of the game, but no. it, it definitely of, was more creepy. One of, than the, anything creepy else. Atmosphere, one of yeah. the things I really did like about the game, though, is they do a couple jump scares pretty early in the game. And towards the end of the game, there's I can't remember a single jump scare, like the second half of the game. Yeah. Like they almost put the jump scares in there. And then the second half of the game, you're just kind of going off of the fear that there's going to be a jump scare and they're never you never run into it. Well, anything. even the, the stuff that, that popped up seemed more comical to me, like the horse in the water. Yeah, that the way was it definitely. It kind of just popped up. It I was just like, weird, oh, yeah. look at him. Yeah, it's it's kind of a cute horse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there was that jump scare, but I think, like, for me, like, the better kind of. Although you could say it's more creepy than it was a jump scare, but I think like towards the end when you're looking through the journal entries, like uh, when the guy's like clearly like uh, already descended into like a kind of a crazy state, like you uh, you see uh, pictures of like his uh, his doodles or whatever, and they're kind of you see like all these like weird monsters which you which resemble the monster you saw in the game, but like when you see like an actual real life picture of that, it just kind of you know takes it to a whole another level. I thought that was. Really well done. It was more suspenseful than it was creepy, but right. It's not too often that you feel that kind of suspense in a game yeah. like this. All right. Yeah. Well, before we get to the ratings, let's take some time out for some messages. Hey guys, it's it's Nick from Word of the Bay. Uh, they they don't let me in here too often, but I just wanted to get hold of my second. Okay, they almost saw me. Um, I just wanted to plug www.sharkdropper.com. It's where we keep all our podcasts. And uh, hey, really cool. Uh, Nick, are you in the studio? No, you're not it, allowed in here. Fine. Get out of the studio, Nick. I'm in the studio again. If Nick's in the studio, who's not in the studio? Oh no! Robert. Mm-hmm. John. Yes. Complete the sequence. Mm-hmm. Five, four, three, two, one. What are we? What are we doing? Counting. Oh, counting. Yeah. Counting what? Down. Counting down what? Everything. Everything and anything. Anything and everything. That's right. The three of us. We count down from five down to one. Top five. Everything and anything that you can think of. You want to know the top five shittiest bands? You want to know the top five movies? Listen. Shark Dropper Studios. Sharkdropper.com. Welcome back to Horror Play. That was an interesting break, actually. That actually was just we, like a, what was that, like a minute? Yeah. That was a solid nice. minute break. Nice. Usually we just like sit here in just complete silence for like 30 minutes and just not say anything. <laughs> yeah, We're saving time, our voices. This time we decided to talk to, a little bit. To be fair, that's how long Robert told us the ads are. That's 30 true. minutes, and he said we have to be silent or we're going to talk oh, over them. Actually... We covered like a wide range of topics in, uh, during that break. Actually, the the advertisements I put in there is actually just an episode of Seinfeld with commercials. 
Oh, just put that in between. That's why it's a half that an hour. That you sped up yeah. slightly? Yeah, just a little bit. Just to keep it topical. Best yeah. commercial ever. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, it's about that time. Good Robert, time. Robert has to feel. Robert feels like he has to pipe in and mm-hmm. add something. Yep. What's that time? <sighs> Rating time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you've probably listened to an episode of Horrorplay. You're not going to be starting here, so I'm not even going to explain what we do. We just no, rate these I'm, games. Just, I'm pretty just go sure ahead your walk has a pretty big following, and this is where most of our viewers are going to come from. All right, listeners. if you haven't listened before, we have a rating system. We rate all these. We rate these games. You know, we want to know if they're the scariest game, like how scary they are. But we also have other categories that we rate these games: uh, immersion, which is the atmosphere, music, sound effects. Uh, we have story, plot, and characters. Um, gameplay is about the controls, the level design, and then obviously scariness, which is the most important, but we judge it with these other categories just to see how we liked it as an overall game. You know, Robert, I, uh, yeah. sometimes I wonder if like, if you just like, I'm just tired of saying when you're, that. when you're sleeping at night and you just like, <laughs> you're just mumbling out that spiel. It's like, well, yeah. welcome. If you <laughs> yeah. never listen to horror. Like, this, listen, this I'm just tired of saying category it, of scariness. I'm just, come on. They know what the rating system is now. Four categories. Some people don't. Some people Zero to don't. ten. Okay. Ten's the best. Here we go. I, I haven't checked it. Do you have the rating system anywhere on like the website for Horrorplay? Not yet. Because oh, you could save yourself that. a lot of time. Well, we're supposed to get one up, but we haven't done it yet. Oh, okay. We've been really slacking on it's that. It's on the to-do list. And it's also in the last 21 episodes. Yeah. So. That's true. Well, yeah. See, they can just listen huh. to that. Okay. Anyways, let's just get into this. All right, so let's start with immersion. Where we immerse in this game. Uh, this basically is the atmosphere, the music, the sound effects, creativity, and graphics. Out of a 10-point scale, I gave it an 8 out of 10. Adam, a 9. Tyler, an 8. John, a 6. John, explain get into it right now. Yeah. Why do you hate this game? What the fuck, John? What's your problem? Yourself. Why are you the worst at life, John? I think every time I'm here, <laughs> I it's him. John yeah. that hates the game. Yeah. All right. He All created right. John, the podcast and he Let's hates the game. Your system. Let's get him off the podcast. John, go <laughs> okay. home right now. Yeah. Don't New host. explain yourself. New host. New host. New host. Google gobble. Google gobble. Google gobble. Because I knew like it would be a lows. I just wanted to hear you guys bitch at me. God. Just okay. Let's just explain it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Immersion. I, uh, let's look at this sheet here. Right. Music? Well, there's barely any music. Sound effects? Mm. Barely any sound effects. Very good. Yeah, Graphics were pretty good. Uh, is there much music or sound effects when did, you're walking through the woods, John? Yeah. It, did, it's you, in, did you expect, like, the a category. John Williams score for this mu- game? It's in the category. All right? If there's no music or it minimal music, maybe, maybe sometimes I can't, no I can't music give is the perfect music, John. And it right. did have music, John. All right. There, Listen, there, if I was like the judge of a best hair contest and a bald guy comes up on stage, <laughs> what do you expect me to give him? What That's, do you expect me to you're, give him? You're comparing okay. apples and oranges right nope. now. John. How shiny is his head? Maybe he John, buffed it. Maybe he did spend a lot of time. That's not on his part head. of the criteria, is it? Well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, back to the game. John, did you listen to the game? Because there was music throughout the whole game. Yeah, John. This wasn't like a lot. Ugh. You mean the subtle music that gave the game its atmosphere? No. Just, uh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I do give it points for the creativity. I mean, this game is just so unique in that regard. Like, that's probably the reason why we had such a hard time trying to describe this game in the beginning of the podcast. Right. But at the same time, it's like, um, you know, this definitely... Some indie games, like, they just have, like, a certain feel of them. This one just definitely feels indie in a regard that's like, well, 
this kind of feels like a mobile game too. At the same time, it's like it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were right. I mean, it was. I don't know. It was good. It, just, it was just like a small two-hour experience. I'm just, it didn't give me enough time to be immersed in it. I mean, there was definitely a lot of content, but you go through that pretty quick, right? So, I don't know. It was an interesting idea. I just wish they gave me How long does more it time. take for you to get immersed? Mm, I don't know. Depends. And I don't, I don't think over two hours. content is one of the okay. bullet points under immersion, John. It should be. But music It is. should be. Yeah. I don't know. It's all right. John Why did you it. guys like it so much? Ugh. I don't know. We I like the adjust. You know what? You won't even understand. <laughs> yeah. Let's just move on. Just yeah. try. Let's just go <laughs> I to think we can one. all agree that we like the music, though. <laughs> yeah. I like the music. I like the sound effects. Thought it was very atmospheric. Uh-huh. Gave you that creepy vibe. Yep. The graphics cre- were really good. The creatives really, were up there. Yep. I really liked the uh, style they went with, though, for the visuals. Yeah, I liked it. Like, it's it's hard to describe because it's not, like, cartoony, but it is, like, done in a way that's, like... Cartoons. Yeah. I wonder if it's, like, kind of a... <laughs> Pretty much. If it's kind of a, a reference to, like, a Scandinavian type of folklore, like, a, the well, aesthetic th- of it. Well, I think, like, yeah, the artistic, like... The artistry of it is kind of in that creepy vein, too, like where you have like a horse coming out of the water and it's like he has like dead eyes pretty much. And he's like yeah. waving his arms kind of weird. And it like yeah. just gives like it a little those, hat on. Those, yeah, too. it just looks weird. All those weird. creepy hat, horses with hats that wave their arms in the li- uh, the river. That's why I never go to the farms anymore. Uh, or yeah. rivers. Yeah. <laughs> or, or rivers outside. by forms. Or outside in general. That's why I don't leave the studio. Yeah. <laughs> it probably explains the smell. Yep. Uh, all right, so I guess let's just go to the next category, which is story. Um, I gave it a 7 out of 10. Adam, a 3 out of 10. Tyler, a 7 out of 10. John, a 6.5 out of 10. Adam, uh, what? Not having... Actually, don't say anything. Just just <laughs> leave. Just I'm going to open the door right now. You got just to defend go. yourself. <laughs> Adam, why do, you hate, nope. why do you hate the game? Um, yeah. Why do you hate America? Because I had to go into a second app. Oh yeah, Why that's a that's actually that's right. a pretty that's... good reason for hating America, and you can't fault me. On that. I'm actually going to. This say... is America. I should be able to have two yeah. apps at once. Yeah, but that's this true. is a Swedish game. Why do you hate Sweden? Yeah. Uh, oh, well, they th- shouldn't put it out in America then. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Swedish people just like having multiple apps. Wait, I don't, that's that's them, not me. Actually, that brings up a good point. Did the uh, game tell you there was a companion app? That you no, had to, I, I just really. knew about it. So well, that you, sucks. You knew you didn't have a map. No, right? I didn't have a map, and I think that's that's honestly probably the reason I scored it so low on story because it was a separate thing where I kind of played the game and then went and read I'd, stuff about it. Yeah. Um, that I was just like, because uh, there's know. not really dialogue in the game. Most yeah. of the stuff yeah. you're getting from is is reading through the encyclopedia. I would have yeah. I would have hated to play that game without a map. If I that would have been terrible. Yeah. If I didn't have like. The encyclopedia and the journal, I it would have a much lower rating on story. Right. I mean, I I gave immersion a, a, a nine because I really liked the whole kind of interactive storybook element to it. Um, the way you were swiping around to I know that's more controls, but I think it kind of tied into the experience. Um, but then having to leave the app for the story, I think that is where that hurt that for me, which is why those. Scores are kind of skewed for me. Um, The story was all right, but like Robert said, there's nothing in the game. There's no kind of explanation to anything. 
you don't even you just have to wander around and stumble on puzzles. Most and actually, I think most of the story comes at the end yeah. when you solve that kind of second ending. That when it you has. get to the journal, right? Yeah, I think that's where you get most of your story. But I mean, I give it a seven out of ten, and that, I gave it that because of the story and because of the encyclopedia and reading through and like a lot of the notes and a lot of things that you read are pretty creepy and just interesting in general. And you, you find out like, you know, this is all based off of like a lot of folklore and stuff. And it's the way they tied it into the game. I thought was really well done. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it. I gave it a 6.5. That's a decent score. Yeah, I guess. Sure. I don't know. The, I don't know too much about Scandinavian folklore. Really? Yeah. Not thought, a, uh, not really? We didn't really study it too much in grade school. Okay. But, uh, that was more alphabet. Yeah. No, it was cool uh, playing through this game. It was just, I didn't know what was going on most of the time. Like, they were making a lot of references to things that I wasn't really sure of. I don't know if that was intentional or not. You know, I think, like, this story probably benefits if you already had previous knowledge. I think that's, and maybe that's why they changed it when they put it on. PC probably just because it's easier to have it all in one as well. Yeah. But the having the encyclopedia available right away gives you a lot of background, so you know kind of what's going on. Like when you first encountered the Mylings or the Ghost Babies, you know when when I uh, when we first encountered it, like we didn't realize what they were. We thought they were just like little ghosts. Right. You know, if I knew beforehand, like oh, the Mylings, that's you know the spirits of. Uh, dead babies i'm like wow that would have had a different impact on me if i knew beforehand so mm. yeah it's just something worth bringing up really the story itself is pretty fine the uh the little plot twist at the end right with the uh yeah. the secret ending that was i agree that was really well done but other than that like it was just maybe you know this is more on my end just ignorance on my end but i just i feel like i wasn't part of the intended audience the target audience Story-wise, so. I can I can definitely agree with that. Because you're um, Asian, yeah. Okay, mm. I get it. How many Asians live in Sweden? Like all of them, one yeah. of them. <laughs> no. Well, there's a disagreement all, right there. All, all one. Listen, of them. It's one or the other. I can't be both. All for one and one for all, John. Yeah. All. That's not even like a compromise. <laughs> all right, let's go into the next category, which is gameplay. This basically uh, encompasses controls and level design. I personally gave it a 7 out of 10. Adam, a 7.5. Tyler, a 6. John, a 6. This is actually pretty close. We all seem to think the gameplay was above average. Well, the gameplay was pretty simple. Forward, backwards, left, and right. I think yeah. like the meat of the scores are coming from the puzzles. The puzzles were very well done Yeah, yeah. this game. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I like, like I said before, the puzzles... They didn't give you really any guideline to a lot of them. It was just kind of figure it out, but they weren't so hard that it was like frustrating. Like, not at any point did I just go like, "Oh, it just this sucks." Like, just get through it. We actually kind of figured it out, and you know, it's a short game. Yeah. But I mean, it mostly is finding puzzles like these, and solving these puzzles. Them. Weren't like like you said, they weren't easy, but they weren't frustrating. Like a game that I want to reference right now is Amnesia. The puzzles uh, were yeah. quite difficult, and they felt really frustrating to get through but in this game it's like you know it just wasn't like you said it wasn't frustrating they were actually kind of fun the uh what's it the towards the end with the uh the church and you have to rotate it i mean it's yeah. it's fun to like uh figure these things out mm-hmm. yeah one of my uh 
favorite ones is I'm sure it's well, it was 100% different for you guys. Um, one of the mylings was hanging in a tree, and I had to like turn my iPad over or something to make it fall out. Oh, yeah, cool. That, I think that's what they replaced with the journal one. Yeah, that makes so sense. We yeah, got that, it, we got it in a journal, and you got to. Shake like a dead baby <laughs> out of yeah. <that> tree. <laughs> like I, I just I walked by the area and there was just blood dripping from the tree and I was like, oh, there has to be one up there. So I was trying to like tap swipe it with my around. fingers and swipe and stuff and so nothing was you just, happening. You had to so shake the iPad. Yeah. I wonder how that baby died. <laughs> <laughs> not hanging. No, probably yeah, not. Turn, nah. the baby was alive when you got there. Yeah, <laughs> it was just, it was just it was strawberry jam. Yeah, hey guys, about a miling. I'm like. <laughs> We already got all of them. Why find another one? No, my legs are supposed to be ghosts, Adam. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Nothing's funnier than dead babies. No, not really. Nope. All right. So I guess we should move to the next category, which is our final category and the most important. Double most Jeopardy. Scary. Yeah, Double Jeopardy. Potent Potables are 400. <laughs> yeah. Aped. <laughs> <laughs> you right there, Robert? That was awesome. A petite. Ape tit. All right. The tits scariness. now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The scariness Watch the rating. SNL 40 episode. If you don't know what we're talking about. I watched it. Okay. Well, it was, go it was, I watched it was the okay. first half of it. Go on the ratings. Go actually, it wasn't ratings. as great as I was hoping. Give me the scariness yeah, okay, ratings. Okay, okay. Give me scariness ratings. Scariness ratings. Basically, how scary was this game? Out of 10, I gave it a 2.5. Adam, Ouch. a 1.5. Tyler, a 3. John, a 5.5. John... Why were you so scared? Did you? Uh, so he wasn't immersed. No, I think but he was scared. I think we can all agree that John was a liar earlier when he said he didn't get scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and I was scared. I was scared. It's just I was more suspenseful than it was creepy. Hmm. Or I, I was unaware that it was a uh, suspensefulness. Yeah, overall <laughs> suspensefulness. Suspensefulness can be. Uh, can I need. Be scary. I need to change my score. Yeah. This is, we're, cha- we're actually changing the name. It's going to be the uh, Suspenseful Play oh, Podcast. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. going to be Suspense Play. That Tune in next rolls, week for Metal Gear Solid. Rolls <laughs> off your tongue. <laughs> no, I think uh, we mentioned before the the journal entries. Like, you know, the game, like, the game itself, like, that's fine. I mean, there were some creepy parts. There were some, some good jump scares. But, yeah, when you're reading through the journal entries and you're reading, like, a uh, you know, in detail how, like, the guys, like, uh, in the first hand, kind of, like, uh, it's getting more insane each day. It's just uh, the writing was very well done. I wanted to give it points for that. It, I think it worked. I gave it a 2.5 because of that kind of stuff, because of the creepy atmosphere, and because of the few jump scares it had. Um, I gave it a 2.5 just because I didn't want it to be over some of the other games we've played that I thought were decently like more more scary than this game was obviously but also i wanted to give this a score that was a little bit higher than alone in the dark because <laughs> i didn't want it to be lower than that okay i um you can't play favorites when it comes to ratings robert i'm not i okay. thought this was genuinely scarier <laughs> than alone in the dark and a better overall experience <laughs> uh i just i didn't find this game very scary at all the jump scares seemed very mild to me like they eased you into uh, them um it was, uh, it was a little creepy, I guess. Um, that was more the vibe of the game. Mm-hmm. But you realize pretty quickly that you're really not in any danger. And I think that really... Can you die in this game? No. no. I don't think we did. You can get lost. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can get lost in a lot of games. Mm-hmm. I'd you, rather die. <laughs> do, you, do you think the fact that you played it on the iPad 
impacted how scary it was for you? No. No? I don't think so. Um, I mean... Because I, I feel like just playing the games, if I were to play a game like with headphones versus without, just the mm-hmm. headphones themselves kind of help you get a little more immersed so it gets you a little more into oh, the game. See, I, I normally don't play any of the games with headphones. Okay. Um, he likes his games on mute. Yeah, so that's, that's my Solid. preferred method of, well, really anything, movies. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly, he still gave it a pretty high score in music. Well, it, I mean, yeah. it, make, it makes sense. He's He wants to represent you know, what the game would be like for any of the deaf listeners out there. Yeah, that's our target audience right <laughs> deaf now is listeners. deaf listeners. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, no. That means they've got nothing to complain about. <laughs> but all the podcasts sound the same to them. <laughs> or how do you how do you know? Maybe... Maybe you're, you're getting funny. a bunch of emails that can you guys turn the volume up? Think about it. Definitely, those listeners can say like our podcast is as good as like This American Life. Yeah, but they can say that about <laughs> a, a crow squawking in their ear for well, years you know, on end. You don't, you don't I don't know. think a crow maybe, would do that. <laughs> maybe we you don't know. Maybe, All right, guys. Maybe there's a huge deaf fan base and really let's, like they have a friend listen to it and then they do the sign language. Let, to let's it. take That's it true. back. I feel like okay. we're going to start insulting deaf listeners. We don't want to do that, guys. No. They're probably like the majority of our fan base. Look. If they how... are, we're really doing something wrong. <laughs> All right. Okay. I think what you're doing wrong is you're laughing at them. That's true. No, we're laughing with them. Yeah. Not like they would know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, they would. I figured it out. The deaf listeners get their blind friends. They're, they download it for their blind friends, and then their blind friends listen to it and transcribe it for their deaf friends. Because no the blind people here no obviously evil. can't can't find it on their computer. All our listeners are like Richard Pryor and Wait, Gene okay, Wilder. Wait, okay, so you're saying the blind person is communicating with a deaf person? Yes. <laughs> but how, it's a very Helen like Keller kind a, of situation. A blind person would know like sign language? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Or they, they could, can they can write. They could be using Braille. <laughs> Hold on. How, maybe maybe how? maybe the deaf person knows Braille. Okay. And so the blind person writes it out in Braille, and then the deaf person reads it. No, see what I thought is like the how blind you... guy trying to learn sign language okay. to teach to his deaf friend would be like somebody telling the blind guy how to sign. So he would be like, "Put your fingers up in the air, make an X." <laughs> there. Yeah. I had no idea people went to such great lengths to listen to horror play. Obviously. <laughs> okay. Well, we just alienated some people, probably. Mm. No. Well, people sympathetic towards those people mm. <laughs> that like we were kind of making fun of. We probably destroyed whatever goodwill we had. We weren't making fun of them. It was a joke. <laughs> Let's move on. If you're upset, okay. send all of your complaints to Robert. At yeah. Sharkjumper. At Robert.com. <laughs> nope. Head over to Robert.com. <laughs> send them all to me. Check out Sharkjumper <laughs> Shark on Twitter. Send any of your <laughs> yeah. complaints to Robert. Sure. I'm not on Twitter, so I don't care. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Um, well, basically, if we go through this this scariness uh, ratings, you take all the ratings, add them together, divide, bam. That's how you get an average. Yeah. Well, actually, I want to say our total overall score. And the score, universe. That's true. Mm. Total overall score for this game, if you add up all the ratings, it's a 5.9 out of 10, which isn't bad for this kind of indie game. But the scariness, since that's the most important, that's a 3.1. That's, that's not good. That's not that bad hmm. for this type of game. It's not that good. It's better well, than Alone in the Dark. It's not that good for where, a scary game. Where's it, uh, where's it go? Like, uh, I don't know. I don't have the list. Oh, Robert, Jesus. what are you doing? The Damn. last the last like five episodes. No, I had it last episode. Oh. 
I don't believe you. I don't remember. Who cares? I don't. Okay, Doesn't so matter. 3.1 for your walk. Yeah. Look, what we're doing is trying to find the scariest game. We're not trying to find out what, like, the So this wasn't, <laughs> this wasn't the scariest game. It's definitely not. No, it's not in our top 10. But you know what? Actually, 3.1 sounds about right. I'm yeah. fine with that. I, I thought it was a decent game. Obviously, it's not scary. It's it's one of those games, you know, we play a lot of these games that are more creepy than actual scary. And I, I'm fine with that because I just want to play every kind of horror game out there. And so, I, I like this. I like so this three game. So 3.1 is like, you know, near the bottom of our list. I think like the middle of our list, the fives and sixes, that's like uh, the Resident Evils, the Bioshocks, the Silent Last Hill. of Uses. Yeah. Like those, as I mentioned earlier, there were there was more content. Yeah. There was more time to get immersed Right. You know? Yeah. Right? Mm. Okay. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, does it all make sense it's now? It's definitely a time thing. Yeah. That's why you hate movies. You never <laughs> get immersed in movies. Yep. Mm. I just TV hate them all. shows. I never get immersed uh, in movies. Anyway. John, you hate everything, don't you? Do, well, do you guys have any final thoughts? I think you're mistaking... Yes. I think you're mistaking uh, uh, John for me because I hate everything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just noticing it because he seems to hate everything here. Yeah. That's pretty true. much... Um, I, I liked the game. It was interesting. I definitely think it's uh, worth checking out. It's definitely not a huge time suck. Um, definitely was, download the companion app if you're going to yeah, play on if you're gonna Yeah, if you're going to play on iOS, make sure you get the companion right. app. Is it available on Android? I don't know. Probably I, not. I, uh, I don't think it is. I, Who cares about them anyway? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... We it's alien. Are you talking about the deaf, deaf and blind people right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, only, deaf, would, only deaf and blind people use Android. But, yeah. If you're going to uh. play the game, I recommend reading the encyclopedia in the game first. Yes. Just to get an idea of what everything is. Yeah, like what's going on and everything. Yeah, yeah and also the, the uh, app doesn't make it friendly. Like anytime you would leave the game mm-hmm. and go into the companion app and then go back, the game would pick up right where you left, but there was a pretty long load time to it okay. where it, you would just stare at the screen and you're like is this frozen or is it gonna do yeah, something i don't in the on the pc version of the game there is no save like you don't you can't save the game and come back later i think if you close the game and you relaunch it i i played it one sitting but i'm I, my guess is that it just kind of picks up it saves periodically but you can't overwrite your own save or anything like that yeah. that's awesome well, that does it for this episode of Horror Play. Oh, wait. I should plug some stuff. Go ahead. Sharkdropper.com to find this podcast and other fine podcasts. Yeah. All conveniently located on one website. And in like six years, we'll have the rating system up there. Uh, that's yeah. kind of being hopeful there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give it at least uh, eight. If you have any <laughs> questions, comments, or suggestions for what games to play, drop us a line at sharkdropper.com. We also have a Twitter at Shark Dropper. You know, Facebook. Instagram. Robert's in charge of Instagram. Yep. Tumblr. Uh, do you guys have a Tumblr? Yeah, we do. We actually, we do. We do. The LinkedIn? We don't really do. you have do. a LinkedIn? No, we don't have a LinkedIn. Not yet. Oh, Step it up. Guys. But we do okay. have what, okay Cupid. Okay Cupid. Yeah? Okay Cupid. Yeah. Okay, what about a, what a about a, a black Swipe people right meet? What? Black people meet? Christian Mingle. We will know. Oh. <laughs> we will know. Also, check out Robert.com. Yep. Yeah, uh, send all your hate mail there. Also, check out aadb.org, the American Association of Deafblind. Okay. Just, uh, <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good organization. Just uh, check them out. Right. Give them all the support you need. There and you uh, apple.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this has been a fine podcast. <laughs> a fine podcast hosted by the fine host. Sure. John Vosov. For my co-host, Robert. 
Tyler and Adam. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Five seconds till shark drought. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark. Go, go, go. This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production.